What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Yes. And uh, before we start, let me shout out to one of our sponsors. Uh, these beautiful candles that we have here. <laughs> yes. Custom Candle Company. Uh, shout to Marcy. People have been asking about these candles, where they can get these candles. I mean, there's so many different flavors. She does an amazing... Flavors? I mean, you different... Eat, you don't eat candles. Well, you know what I mean. When I say flavors, I mean, like, they got the Duces. Scents. Scents, okay. Mm-hmm. They got uh, Vive Clico. They have, uh, you name it, Patron. Whatever you enjoy, your favorite liquor, Remy Martin... Uh, even 50s liquor, the King's Path, whatever you enjoy, they make a candle for that. So it's a perfect gift. Mother's Day is right around the corner. So uh, definitely check it out. The website or the Instagram is what? At Custom Candle Co. All right. At Custom Candle Co. Shout out to Marcy again. And also, April 30th to May 4th, our trip to Jamaica, our flyaway, the KC Crew Retreat.com. If you want to get more information, have you got your ticket yet? If you haven't, come on out. There's very few rooms available. We're talking performances from Beanie Man, right? Yep. Old school parties. Little Moe's performing at the old school parties, a 90s, 2000 party. There's a, a, a red light, green light, one, two, three party. That's not true, but I'm, What's just, it gonna, I'm just gonna let them rock. What's with it, it called? Don't ask me about that anymore. You red know lights, what it is. yellow light, green light. You know what red it is. light, period. You can't knock off. Yellow light <laughs> is the end of the period. Green light, it's good to go. So that type That's of party. That's not what it means. Don't listen to this guy. We have comedy from Major Hype and my guy Rip Michaels. And then of course, we're doing our Casey Crew podcast live. Yes. We have a generational uh wealth podcast or seminar where we're going to be talking about generational wealth and getting into real estate so it's a lot going on you hit up the website and you can get all the information but we want to see you guys there what's the website the caseycrewretreat.com yes all right well you know what i wanted to start this this week's podcast you wouldn't tell me for some reason no well well this is the reason why talking to a lot of people now and they talk about what they look for in a relationship right Okay. When they're starting off looking for somebody or they're starting off dating, there's certain qualifications that people should have. And myself, I feel like you don't necessarily need qualifications. You don't need qualifications to date someone? I'm going to explain to you. People are so concerned with somebody's credit score. Okay. How much they make. Okay. Uh, You know, what they're family is like what their parents are like yes um their history their dating history and all that i think people are so concerned with this is gonna sound crazy with exterior stuff that's not exterior meeting meeting the family is not exterior i think it's exterior let me explain why why. they're more they're more into looking for things outside of the relationship than actually looking for compatibility and love right those things aren't outside the relationship. Though. I think so. When we were, not. All right, when we started dating, did I ask you, uh, excuse me, before I uh, pick you up on the Q83 bus, uh, what's your credit score? Well, I, did, I didn't have credit because I was 15. Right, but that's what I'm saying. None of that mattered. Not, like, credit didn't matter. How much money you made didn't matter. What your goals were in life didn't matter. What mattered was how you treated me and how I treated you. And then from there, we figured out everything else. <laughs> you couldn't be more wrong. Okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> you sound crazy. Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, credit score is important. Why? And the reason why this world runs on our credit scores is because it shows your level of responsibility. Okay. It shows if you are capable with following through to a commitment. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you commit to buy something and pay for it. Do you pay for it every month the way that you promised to pay for it? It shows kind of what kind of person you are and how responsible and committed you are. Or do you just kind of like let things go like, oh, don't got it this month. Oh, well. So it shows whether you have a flippant personality or a mature I'm going to do what it takes to fulfill my commitment type of personality. We've all been in, in a time in our lives where we had the, oh, I ain't got it. Oh, well, I'll get it next month. We've all been there. Well, me and you got married. Your credit was F and my credit was F. Then we look and be like, well, babe, we can't get married. But we got married at 22 and 23. Doesn't matter. Most people don't. Yes. If by the time you're 31 and you're still blowing off your bills and the things that you're responsible to pay for... I might not want to be with you. Some people don't have that option. Some people lost their job. Some people uh, could be in, in, in a bad financial situation. Maybe mm-hmm. an investment went wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they got sick and they weren't healthy. And they couldn't work. Well, that's There's something a lot that we of need. things that well, could have done. The credit could've... score is the precursor. That's the thing that I need to find out about so I know what kind of person you are. And then if you tell me, it'll start a conversation. Then if you tell me that there are things that happened that prevented you from fulfilling your commitments, then I can say, oh, okay. And that's if I believe you to begin with. But if I believe you, then I'll be like, oh, okay. I understand. Well, then I can help you to get your credit back on track. See, but I I don't necessarily agree. Let's say I have $5,000, right? $5,000 $5,000 is all I have in the bank and we're supposed to pay our mortgage or our rent, right? Mm-hmm. Hypothetically speaking, $5,000. Then somebody comes and says, hey, E, I got this hookup for this. This is a great price and we can flip it. I don't want to be with you. Why? Pay your rent. Are you kidding me? But we can flip that $5,000 and make $50,000 and we can pay the rent for 10 months. Cash me next time around. See, that's whack. Yo, Wallen. See, that's whack. See, I, I don't that's think- That's not whack. So now you're just not going to pay your rent you're going to screw over your landlord because you have a better opportunity. See, that's what I'm saying. It kind of goes to show what kind of person you are. It shows that you are not committed. This is the point that I'm making. Yeah. Like something better came along. I'm just going to blow you off. Yeah, but a lot of people make those decisions. And that's why a lot of people probably wouldn't be compatible with Scared me. money don't make no money. You think, you think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, you should not be scared with excess money, not your bill money. You don't gamble with your bill money. See, I think it's whack. I think people are looking for the wrong thing. I think people are looking, oh, <laughs> I got to see what type Bow. of credit he has. I just explained I got to see what his mental history was. And I think it, it's his valid. His mental history was. I got to see how much money You don't think we need to made. know what, so if someone's bipolar or not that you potentially might marry? Are you kidding me? Not them, but maybe they have history of it. I didn't check you and see if your, your family was crazy before I decided Rashawn, to get done we were young. You. you can't talk about us. Yes, we can. I'm talking about, but that's, right now, but that's hold what on a second, works. baby. I'm, I'm talking about your 30-something that is looking for a long lasting, meaningful relationship, or even like your, your 20 something. When you're in your early twenties, you're still kind of figuring life out. You're still trying to figure love out. You're trying to figure your career out. By the time you're getting into like your late twenties, your early thirties, you kind of are able to ascertain what it is that you want. And at that point, you got to start having your ducks in a row. And I don't want to be with someone that isn't at least in the process of putting their ducks in a row. Maybe you can't I talk am. about us. Maybe like we I were am. kids. Maybe I am putting my ducks in a row, but my credit is fucked up until I get my ducks in a row. Well, then do I want to buy a house with you? Are we going to be able to pay for a wedding? Are we going to be able to put things in both of our names together? No, because then your credit's going to draw my credit down. I don't agree. 
I agree. It if, will. If I find somebody that I like, I enjoy, I'm talking to, I'm getting into them. They, oh, they, yeah. They stimulate my mind. It's wonderful. My body, my soul. All we're of talking. It. We're having a great time. Yes. You know, we're having a wonderful time. She's funny. Yes. She's beautiful. But you don't pay your bills and you're going to be broke. Right. But, and the creditors are going to be calling us every day after the money that you committed to pay them, but that you don't. This you is, know, this like is, you put it on a scale and it's kind of like, yeah, he's amazing, but... He can't pay his bills on time. Okay. And it's one thing if you're broke, but then don't make those commitments. Don't get that Benz if you can only afford a Ford Escort. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's about prioritizing. This is, this is how I look at so it. So if you're that type of person and you overspend, but under deliver, like it shows what kind of person yeah, you are. I can fix and credit. And it's future. Right? I can fix credit. Not necessarily. It's I, hard. I can't fix bad breath. I can't fit extra teeth. You can I can't fix, fix that an extra, a, extra finger. I can't you fit can. the vagina stinking. I you can't. Can. I think you can fix most I of those can't, things. I can't fix herpes. You can. You I, can't fix that. There you go. I can't fix a lot of that stuff that and? people. So, but if I find somebody that I'm I'm in love with, that loves me for me, that we are getting connected, mm-hmm. I can fix credit. I'm cool with you having a fuck the past. Man, and this is the thing. A lot of people don't know about credit. A lot of people don't know about uh, saving money because their parents never taught them. I can fix that, but I can't fix. Oh man, your breath stinks. I can't you fix, can fix a unibrow. I can't you fix, can fix that. I can't fix somebody Stop being it. ugly and nasty to Ew. me. Ew. Oh, okay. You mean ugly personality? Yes, and being nasty oh, okay. to me. I can't fix that. I okay. can't. I can't fix somebody being annoying. I can't fix me talking to somebody and I'm falling asleep with them because they're fucking boring. I can't fix those things. Credit, I understand. I, I can give Jose. Jose, here's a couple hundred dollars. Fix my girl's credit. Credit fix. Now what? Five hundred dollars ain't fixing that bad breath. It's still and five hundred. A mint and good dental care can fix bad breath. Root canals way more than five hundred. But you can fix it. Might cost more than credit. But you can fix it. I'd rather can fix you the stop taking us off track, please? I'm telling you. Okay. First of all, most of those things that you, you definitely can fix. What I'm trying to tell you is just because you have bad credit, I'm not trying to say that it's a deal breaker. But what I'm saying is it's something that I need to know early on in the relationship because there are indications behind it. I'm going to be able to get implications about who you are as a person based on whether you pay your, your bills or your not, Look. whether you spend too much money when you know damn well you can't afford it. These are things that I need to know. Now, you tell me your credit score. We sit down. We talk about it. Maybe we can get to the root of it. Maybe our conversations can be about fixing it. And that's great. So I'm not saying we can't get above it, but it's something that has to be addressed. But that's not going to be a problem. I'm like, yo, my credit, it can be a problem. my credit score is 400. No, because if you hit me with this whole, if, okay, let's say I just meet you. Mm-hmm. You tell me your credit score. It sucks. And then you tell me, well, you know, I mean, it was rent time. Rent's 3,500, but you know, this plasma TV fell off the back of a truck with a laptop and some other stuff I need. And I'm like, you know what? Landlord could get it next month. I'd be looking at you like, yeah, yeah it's not for me. Definitely not the guy yeah, for but, me. But you don't want a guy that's going to be talking to you like this. Uh, uh, anyway, but if I, I'm... Whichever it, way, I, however, whatever his mannerisms I, are, it now, doesn't matter. If that's his message, I'm sitting there like, he is not my future person. I want right. to be with someone that I can build with. Right, let me break it down. That's then. not going to drag me down. And I got to wonder if, you know, he's going to go and gamble money away on the weekends. All right, all right so... If he's going to be betting on the games. So like, I need to know how responsible you are with money. So we're on a date, right? Okay. All right, so ask me a question. Hey, what, what you know... Credit score, how how you doing financially? Ask me. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd ask you on a date. 
I, well, I'm I would definitely set something We're up so playing. it's this so is it role seemed, playing. This so is it not seemed serious. like it came across so organically. I'm not going to just me. beat you in the head and ask you about your credit. Ask me, just ask me, ask me. Go ahead. Um. Mm, so that car that you're driving has been seeming to give you a lot of trouble lately. Um, are you thinking about getting a new car? No, I'm not getting a new car. Um, I actually want a new car. But check this out. Something that came across my desk that was really, really amazing. Um, it's going to put me in a little bit of a bind for a while, but it's going to be well worth it. You know, um, the house that my parents are living in, they actually want to get rid of it. Uh, the house is going to cost me $30,000, and that's pretty much all the money I have in savings for right now. It's going to cost you $30,000 to help your parents? No, they want to get rid of the house. So I'm going to buy it for my parents for $30,000. But once I fix it up, that house is worth $300,000. It's only going to cost about 20000 So I'm going to make 250000 but I'm just going to be in a bind for a little bit. Okay. So because of that, I'm not, you know, I don't have the money for my rent. Well, do you have $30,000 or do you have to take a loan to get $30,000? That's all the money that I have that I'm using So you to have it. it. Yeah. Well, you might be able to take a loan. How's your credit? My credit's not. See so how good. I slipped that in? You see how I slipped that in? So you might need to get a loan in order to do it. How's your credit? My credit's not too good. You know, um, after college, I had student loans and... It's hard you're laughing. Your it sounds like you're not really being honest with <laughs> no, me. No, I'm, I'm being very honest. I'm just well, laughing. Why are you laughing? Because you think What's you're weaseling away. How's your credit? My credit but sucks. But I asked you. But after I flip this house, we're, we're going to be good. Why does your credit suck? I just told you. What? Because you had student loans like the rest loans. of America? Yeah, and I, and, and I couldn't find a job. And I You couldn't, couldn't find a job? It was very difficult to find a job. You couldn't work at a fast food restaurant? I, you couldn't, I am. You couldn't wait tables? I, I, I'm doing all that now. I have three jobs, actually. And you know, and by you the time, couldn't pay your student loans, which are probably like what one hundred and twenty dollars a month. No more than that, actually. But you know, since paying you know rent, uh, my car that really doesn't work, uh, and utilities, electric, and getting to work every day is very expensive out there. What else were you spending but money I, on? Because if you're working three jobs, you should be able to manage all those but, things plus your student loans. But I love you. I'm into you. Let's not talk about the, the credit score. <laughs> See how you just try to get out of it? Because there's no answer. There is no answer. It just shows irresponsibility. Yeah, but everybody's irresponsible every once in a while. Not when, like when you're in your 30s. If you're yes. still irresponsible with money in your 30s, 20s, I still give you a pass. In your 30s, like you should be over that. Things like You happen. should have, like I said, your ducks in a row. And if you don't, it's a problem. But that's why so many women are single and that's why so many dudes are single. Because <laughs> they're looking for the wrong thing. Oh, because they, they want to be with a responsible dude? They should be looking for somebody that they that, love, that, that we connect. That they, see, now that's a problem. Because a lot of times, women, especially, more than men, because, they you know, do gender roles. Credit. It's, that's, that's no, the no, bullshit. No, you, I want to do no, good not. credit. <laughs> I want to do that got a good job. Oh, I so, want to do that can get my hair beat. No, <laughs> that's that's what the fuck they're looking for. Instead of saying, no. I want a dude that loves me, that cares about me, no, that's willing to go that extra mile. You're that when idiot. I come I home, I rub my little toes, that I, that I come home and cook me some food. Mm -hmm. What did I do this morning? Huh? When I woke up this morning, what did I do? You made me breakfast. That's right. Yes. I made you breakfast. But you're also responsible and you pay the bills. But if I wasn't responsible... Then breakfast wouldn't cut it. The, yes, it would. Breakfast wouldn't friggin' cut breakfast it. Breakfast and his dick will cut it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it would not. make you shut the fuck no, up. No, it wouldn't. Only for a moment. But no, honestly, moment. no, it would not. But that, but it that's would what... not because you can't. It's not just about emotional gratification. That's huge. But marriage is not just about that. Marriage is about: Am I with someone that would be able to be responsible and manage this family, or at least partially manage, manage this family? That's why I said at least partially manage this family. Am I with someone that's going to be a good 
father. Am I going father to... Father has to do with the credit. I'm talking about different things that breakfast and penis are not going to correct. Okay? <laughs> breakfast and penis corrects a lot. No, it doesn't. Your eggs, were, your eggs were bomb this morning. They were like little fluffy, fluffy, fluffy clouds, the way you describe it. And my bacon it. was banging. Your bacon was banging. But anyway... There's other things that you have to look at besides emotional gratification. And that's the only thing that you're talking about. Does he love me? Does he rub my feet? Do we have good conversation? That's paramount. But you have to look at other things because love isn't go Love doesn't pay the rent. See, it really doesn't. You look at it wrong. You, love is isn't the only thing that's required to build a future. It's the, it's the most we important need to thing. live somewhere. We need gas. We can figure that out. Heat, electric, you're looking at things water. Wrong. I need my cell phone bill taken care of. Like, but see, but you got to think of it like this, right? A great, a great credit score is over eight hundred, right? No. Yeah, great credit. That's an excellent credit uh, score. But, a good credit score is over seven hundred. Right, but seven twenty, you're good. Look at it like this: you have a four hundred, I have a four hundred. Together, we eight hundred. <laughs> Together, our credit score is good money. Rashawn, okay, so I think it's understood that you're pretty wrong on this topic. I, I don't think I'm wrong. Can you stop doing ladies, that? Ladies, if you want to listen to Gia and be single all your life, looking for a guy with good credit. You're wilding. You can't possibly believe good this. Good job. Fuck that. Find a man that will love you for you. <laughs> love you when you take that wig off work. and you got your shit all curled up like that. Love you at night when you want to wrap your hair or put on that motherfucking... That shower the scarf. Cap. Is that nobody goes to sleep with a shower when cap? When you take a shower and you got the that scarf. shit on and that shit ain't pretty, that'll love you for you. <laughs> That's so what the stupid. fuck you looking for. When your toes ain't done and you got corns and you go to the, the to the nail salon and they gotta Don't scrub the bottom to of your shit because your shit's a little fucking uh, scruffy. Yes, you want a man that's gonna love you for you. When your hair grows under your armpits, will still love you. When you get a little hair that grows on your little nipple hair, that's you. That's you with your two foot long hair that grows out right. of your That nipple. is me. But you no, know what? Don't project. But you know what? Don't project. You love me regardless, right? I do. See? That's me. See? But, but, but that, you also have excellent credit. I didn't always have excellent credit. My credit was fucked up. But this is my thing to the ladies. Ladies, don't listen, listen to, to him. Listen to Gear if you want. You're going to be 40 or 50 year old with a house full of cats. That's all I'm going to say. I'm so you really that. feel as though women should be Look with for love. guys? A guy that loves them, love, but yes. is irresponsible. You can teach irresponsibility. You can't teach love. You can. You think you can teach someone to? Be, so now I got to be your mother. Now I got to teach a thirty-something-year-old man how to be responsible with his money. Okay. Well, go for. I have to teach him how to not overspend. Well, go mess with the guy that got good credit that's gonna cheat on you. Why can't we have both? You can't find him. Why can't we have? Yeah, the guy in the background go mm 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 because he's the guy with the fucked up credit. <laughs> But he'll treat you good. That's he, that's who he is. I see you. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Why can't we have both? See what you're you preaching. Can't. What you're preaching right now is for women to settle. I'm not preaching settle. That's exactly. I'm, I'm what preaching you're for doing. women to find somebody who loves you. You're looking no, for no, too no, much. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 you're, yeah, yeah, you're looking for too much. You're preaching for women to settle. No, I'm not. And there's something very, very wrong with Nothing that. Nothing wrong with that. Yes, I'm yes. preaching for love. You look for love. They got to the place. My parents didn't didn't I marry want, each other. I want to be in love of, with somebody that has good credit and probably check some of those other boxes that you deemed unimportant. Good in the credit beginning is of this not a box when you talk, when you have a, a it's not a, a, a look when you, when you see somebody. That's not a box. It's a box. A box is me and you connected. We talk, we have a good That's time. That's one of the boxes. Oh, I'm feeling good. You make That's me feel good. That's one of the boxes. That's the main box. That's it the might 90% be, it is, box. I believe it is the main box, but there are, are other boxes and those other boxes are important. I don't agree with you. you Does he love his mother? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, is he a good son? That bitch might have left him. He might not fuck with his mother. All of these things have to be discussed. There can be a reason for everything, but they have to be discussed. What was one of the other things that you said was unimportant in the beginning of this conversation? How much they make. How much they make, I don't think that that's important. Credit. Because to me, I want to be with someone that's ambitious and successful. But success, it depends on how you put it on the scale, you know? Do you have a dream and are you chasing that dream? Are you ambitious about that dream? That's important to me. How much you're making monetarily isn't important to me, but are you doing something? Are you chasing something? Are you hungry? That's sexy. That's important. It's not about, you know, does he make X amount of dollars a month? Well, I disagree. What else? Um, Those are the main things. Credit and how much money you make? Credit, how much money you make. They made it the way they you treat said their family. So, um, so how someone treats their family isn't important. You never know how the family treated them. These are all discussions, but let's just say, let's say they treated their family. But let's just say family, he's a jerk. But they treat you like a queen. And no, he no, no. Loves hold you. on a minute. Let's just say that he's a jerk to his family. Why? Though? And it's not provoked. Let's just say he is. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. You want someone who's good to their family, providing their family is decent to them. Do you understand? There's a lot of things that you have to look at. It's not just about love. Like, we want the whole package. Women want the whole package. And I'm not saying that anybody's perfect, but... So you really think that women want too much? You really believe that? I didn't say they want too much. That's what you said. said That's actually what you said. I said they care about the wrong things. There's a difference. Don't put words in my mouth. No, I'm not putting words in your mouth. They care about the wrong things. Care about how somebody treats them. Care about how somebody treats you. Care how somebody loves you. Care how somebody makes you feel. Don't worry about credit and money. That all that'll come. So let me just make sure I understand, then we can stick a pin in it. You think that the only thing that matters when it comes to picking your life partner is whether they love you or not? And how they make you feel. And how they treat you. You think that's it? Those are the most important things. Yes, absolutely. So if he's a gambling addict and he gambles away our money every weekend, that just, that's okay? You could could put him in rehab. What? You put him in rehab. All right, so say I'm a gambler addict, you just gonna leave me? No, because I've been with you, but if I met you as a gambling addict, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to be with someone that's a gambling addict. No. Uh, I can't, I gotta hide my money? Touche. I gotta hide my money. I said touche, you. damn it, touche. <laughs> okay. But we don't, don't worry about credit. I was talking about credit. She wanna go, oh, what about gambling? Next you're gonna be, we're having to use a crackhead. I'm not talking about it. I but said, but that's what credit. you're saying though. It's just about if someone loves you and how they make you feel. I'm sure there's crackheads out there that can make somebody feel amazing. They pay them compliments, they give them massages, they spend time with them, they run errands for them, they do special things for them. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm supposed to disregard the fact that you're a crackhead? You sound crazy. Say I was right. No. (laughs) Say I was right. No. You know what I meant. (laughs) No, I don't know what you meant. Well, I think I know what you meant, and I don't like what you meant. Uh, You're telling women that they need to go out there and settle. I say settle. You did say settle. I said credit, having bad credit is not that bad. You ready? Can we move on? Do you have bad credit? It sounds personal. Do I? You have something you want to tell me? Do I have bad credit? You, is there something you want to tell me? I know Jose the credit dude. I don't have bad credit. You better <laughs> ask somebody. You better... You, <laughs> do I have bad credit? I know. You sound like you're taking this very personally. <laughs> Cross my, my legs on you. <laughs> Let's go to the email of the week. Stupid. My parents are mad at me. 
Envy. I love the pack podcast. Been listening since the very first episode. My name is Anthony. I'm hey, from Anthony. Philly. I'm 31 and recently got married on New Year's Eve. Sorry in advance, Envy, but this email might be a little lengthy. Great. Thank you, Anthony. Back in December, me, my parents, and two siblings had a five-hour conversation <laughs> about my feelings. Here's the thing. I'm emotionally driven, but my parents are not so much. They were raised on survival, not love. So, of course, generational curse, curse, that's how they raised me. Little did they know they were fucking my psych up for 31 years. Psyche. Yeah, psych, though. They never that's how you spell psyche. No, he, he, he didn't put an E. He didn't put an E. He had, just had P-S-Y-C-H, the psych. Okay. He didn't have an E. I know what psyche is. Okay. Trying to play me. <laughs> trying to play. Little did they know they were fucking up my psyche for 31 years. They never display words of uh, affirmation. Whenever I messed up, they either called me dumb, stupid, or told me that that was dumb or stupid. Then, wait, they just called him dumb, stupid? <laughs> and then say, oh, wait, wait, just or, dumb, stupid? What's yeah. that dumb, stupid? No, they would call him, I guess, dumb or stupid. They said dumb oh, slash oh, stupid. Okay. Or that what he did was just dumb, stupid. <laughs> then followed by an ass whooping. They never took the time to learn who I am as a person. They never made me comfortable enough to open up to them and host of things that took me so long to correct within myself and with raising my son, which I'm currently feeling the wrath for. Needless to say, me speaking my mind after 31 years has caused so much damage. Casey Crew, I thought I was doing the right thing. I wasn't being disrespectful. I didn't call them bad parents like they said. I was calm. And in fact, they were the ones yelling and being disrespectful towards me. Normally, in these types of situations, I fully shut down, but I didn't. It was a constant outpour of feelings that needed to be heard. I've talked to my pops once <clears throat> since I got married, and still, when I told him, he says, I caused a lot of damage, which lets me know he still didn't listen to anything I said. I've talked to my mom, and she's still hurt. I do not take anything away from them. They raised me the best that they could. No, I'm not looking for an apology, sympathy, or accountability for them. No payments whatsoever. I just wish a couple of things could have been different. And I was just speaking my mind. What did I do wrong and where do I go from here? Thanks. Love y'all. What do you think? Um, <clears throat> honestly, I think, you know, the thing about being parents, right? Parents don't come with an instruction manual, right? So you don't necessarily know what you're doing. It's kind of like this, you know, child comes out of your vagina and Wait, where does it come out of? It come out somewhere else? Comes out your vagina. And you got to just kind of figure it out on your own. Like, you really don't necessarily know. And you try to do the best that you can as a parent. And as a parent, you usually learn or you take a lot from your parents. Right. So that's probably how his parents raised him. For instance, my dad, uh, I talk about my dad and my mom a long time. And... I have a great relationship with my parents, but it's not necessarily an open relationship. Like we don't, I don't talk about my parents about feelings or how I felt about things or what makes me feel this way or what doesn't. My pops is from the school of, he told me what it is and that's what I did. He was a uh, ex-police officer, ex-military, and that's how his household was ran. Um, our household is ran a little, a lot different. Um, my daughter can sit in my room for hours and just keep talking and keep talking and keep talking and keep talking. Am I lying? <laughs> it keeps talking. <laughs> but I love her and I love it and she can. Um, it's weird when she does it. I'm so not used to it because I didn't have that relationship with my parents. Um, so in, in your instance, you're having the same problem. You know, you, you would love to express your feelings with your parents, but your parents are from the old school and they don't necessarily want to hear your fucking opinions. 
Um, they really don't give a fuck. They, I don't know. I, I don't think they do. No. Because I really feel like they raised this way and this is what they expect. They don't want back talk even at his age. They just don't want it. They want, this is what it is and that's it. That's, that's why not, what, that's not what I got from that. What did you get? I got, what I got from that is that his parents are old school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and a lot of old school parents, you know, they put their hands on you. They call you names. They might call you dumb. They might call you stupid, things of that nature. But now that he's 31, he has all of this pent up resentment. And he sat down and talked to them. I didn't get that they didn't want to hear it, per se. I get that they are hurt by the words that came out of his mouth, by what he expressed to them. It hurt their feelings because we forget that parents are people, too, mm-hmm. that they're human. We look at our parents as super superheroes and, you know, they can take on the world. Can you stop that? Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um you always have to rub something and that drives me crazy um, that, you know, they can take on the world and they have the answers to everything and that they're going to do everything right. And that's not really the case. Parents are subject to everything that we're subjected to as people that will eventually become parents as well. And I think that they were just hurt by what he communicated to them. And that's what he's talking about. See, I think... <clears throat> I think I'm, I'm, I'm very different from people, right? And the reason I, I think that I'm different and I, I don't understand people when it comes to this, I really don't give a fuck about people's feelings or my feelings when it comes to certain things, right? I don't know what you mean. For instance, <clears throat> if I had a problem with my dad or my mom, right? Some people would be like, I got to get it out. I got to tell them how I feel. I honestly don't care. Like, I honestly don't care to tell my parents if I had a problem about how I felt about something they did 20 years ago. I don't look at life like that. I look at it like they did the best that they can and they did what they thought was right. Right. But maybe they didn't think it was right. No, even if they did. Like, you think that a parent thinks it's okay when they're calling their kid dumb and stupid. You think that they're like, yeah, this is right. But at at 35 years old, what am I going to get out of dad? I didn't like the way when you call me stupid and dumb. If I said that to my dad, my dad would be like, all right, dumbass. That's what my dad would say. Right? <laughs> he probably right. would. All right, stupid. Right? But that's, that's what my dad would. would do. You know what I mean? That's so, butch. Yeah. But, so it's like, do I get that much freedom by saying, dad, you know, you hurt me when you call? Like, I feel like, and this is just me, I feel like that's giving them too much. That's telling them too much what affects me and what hurts me. I would talk to my wife and tell my wife what, what bothered me and say, hey, I'll never do that to my kids. <laughs> But me going to my parent or a friend that I felt hurt me or somebody that hurt me and go back and say, this is what it was and this is how you made me feel. I just don't, I, 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 it's, I don't do it. I would rather put that energy to somebody else. That's just me. And maybe I have no heart. Maybe I have no feelings. But that's honestly how I feel. Like if my dad did something to me or my mom did something to me, I couldn't go to them and say I had a problem with this or with that. I would just deal with it, sit in it and make sure that as a parent, that I would never do that to my kid. See, but you are different than most people. Um, most people, when something affects them, they need an outlet. They need someone to tell. They have to get it off their chest. It's something that, you know, they need to bounce off of somebody else or they need to go to the person that hurt them and let them know. And I'm sure that, is his name Anthony? Yes. I'm sure that's how Anthony feels, you know? He's probably been dealing with complications from how he was raised his entire life. And it probably affected 
his relationships and decisions that he's made, or maybe the way he feels about himself. So when you're looking at two people that you have to see continuously throughout the rest of your life, who are your parents, you have to see them on holidays. He probably sees them in between holidays or whatever. And you have this resentment for them. There's a lot to be said for that weight that you, that he's probably carrying around every day to be able to talk to them and tell them what it was. And then that weight be lifted. And he's talking about Obviously the weight still not lifted because he still feels away. But no, almost, the weight, I'm sure the weight is lifted. It's just replaced with a new weight, but which I, is his parents' hurt and disdain for what he told them. But people will say that that the way that I handle things uh, is wrong. But I think everybody can handle things differently, right? Since I've been a child, when people did stuff, something to hurt me, it pushes me to work harder. Yes. Right? So if if there's ever something in my life that that... I would say that I don't like or somebody disrespecting me or something hurt me. I feel like telling them is giving them power, mm-hmm. like telling them, like telling them that they hurt me for that reason. Mm-hmm. But what that really encourages me to do is to work harder. Like if you say I can't, I'm going to work 30 times harder to basically say suck my dick from the back. Excuse my language, because I really want to tell you that I can do it without you or with you. Same thing if I have a, a situation where a hater or somebody says something I don't like or something that I don't necessarily agree with. I don't have to give you that power back. I'm going to give you that power back by outworking you, by doing something that's going to piss you off to put you in a situation where you have to look on my feed or my social media and my face and be like, damn, he's really doing it and he's doing it the right way. That's how I take all my negative energy off. I don't need you in my life anymore. I don't got to fuck with you anymore. Yes, you're my mom and my dad and I respect you, but I don't have to come to you to tell you how you how how you make me feel. I really feel like fuck you. You made me feel this way. You know what? I'm going to make sure my kids never feel that way. And when you're at my house, you're going to see how I interact with my kids and that's going to hurt you more. Not all that I got to talk to you because I'm feeling this way. Fuck you. You know what? You made me feel this way. Look at my kid. My kid tell will tell me about everything. My kid tell me, "Daddy, I love me." My kid has me in the bed for nine hours last night talking about, I don't even know, but she was talking about something. How will somebody make her feel? But that's the relationship that I have with my kid that wasn't with that relationship. And because of that, that's going to make you feel a way. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How about replacing F you with F you? Meaning, instead of saying F you, how about saying I forgive you? No, fuck you, Phil. Even, even without an apology, how yeah. about just forgiving someone. I'm not at that that stage in my life. Are you really not? No. So you feel as though you can't maybe look at, for instance, let's say you're Anthony. You don't think that maybe you can look at your parents and maybe try to diagnose why they are the way that they are. And maybe even though it's not right. Sorry. <laughs> maybe even though it's not right, try to understand why they are the way that they are. And because of that understanding, be able to forgive what they've done to you. I don't look at it that deep. I don't have, I don't have to say, when I say F you, it's not, oh, F you mom and dad. It's not that. <laughs> it's in my mind, what, get, what gets me going and keeps me running is that F you mentality. Kobe has the Mamba mentality. Rashawn has the F you mentality and that F you mentality is I don't need you. And I want to prove that I don't need you. I don't necessarily care. And I'm going to focus my energy on something else. And some people, yes, you do forgive. 
But some people I don't want to forgive. Well, what about parents? We're talking about his parents. Because some people, you know, you're right. You don't have to put that much energy into. Correct. Or even consider whether you forgive them or not. They offend you. You put them out of your life. You keep it moving. But someone that has a meaningful position in your life, what about forgiving them, granting them forgiveness? And it's not even something that you have to tell them. It's not as though you have to have a conversation and go to them and be like, you know what? I forgive you for all of the ways that you've wronged me throughout my life. It doesn't even have to be that. Just in your mind, you know, when you're still, you can tell yourself, you know what? I forgive them for what they did. It was wrong. I understand why they might have done it or why they might have gone down that wrong path, but I forgive them because I need to relieve myself of that weight. I don't need to carry around negative energy. I don't need to carry around an F you. I don't need to carry that around. I want to be light and happy and free and full of joy. I don't need I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, need to be riddled with resentment. I am light, happy and full of joy. I don't give a fuck. But when it comes to when it comes to <laughs> certain things, certain things I let go like for instance, right? My mom and dad they 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 did the best that they can to raise me, right? Mm-hmm. They might say something or do something that I don't like, but I don't let it affect me. Mm-hmm. I know that they're my parents and I look at them like, "Damn, life is too short. They're not going to be here on this earth." A lot longer, mm-hmm. you know? So do I let it affect me where I'm like, nah, I'm mad at my mom? No. If they say something to affect me or something that hurt me in the past, I don't let it bother me. I'm like, okay, mom, whatever. But hey, mom, how you feeling today? Are you going to the casino? What what movie are you going to see today? All right, mom, I love you. Hey, here's pictures of your grandkids. Because I don't care. I don't let it affect me. Like, my parents cannot affect me. Like, I, the only person in this life that can affect me is you and those kids. Other than that, nothing else can affect me to the point where I feel like, oh, damn it, man. They can't. Everybody else, I use all that negative energy and I fuel it in my body and I put it out as positive energy. That's what I do for myself. When somebody hates on me, I take that negative energy, I process it, I grind it, and it it gives me a new energy to, to work harder, to do something special for somebody, to help somebody who needs it more. And I take that negative energy and I throw it out in the world as positive energy. And because of that, a lot of stuff doesn't affect me anymore. Like things people do, it just don't affect me. Like there's been a lot of fuck shit that goes around. Like there's been a lot of fuck shit that's been going on. I don't let it affect me to the point where I'll be like, Ben's, you know what? So-and-so, this happened, so-and-so, but we need to do 30 more. Mm-hmm. Ben's, we did, we, we did what? Well, I need a hundred more, Ben's. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I know. And listen, I understand. Somebody said, why you bought Gia 10 roses? Well, Ben's, let's get 10,000 more. (laughs) Not really, but that's how I feel though. Like I I don't let anybody ever tell me what I can do or what I can do. It fuels me to, to help and encourage people. I understand. And I relate to you. You know, I relate to you because I'm not an emotional, not, I'm not emotional. I'm not a very emotional person and I'm not a sensitive person. So I understand not letting people get to you, but in Anthony's case, I feel as though he's been a victim to his parents' critiques for his whole life, and it has affected him. So I think that the answer for him is forgiveness and to let that weight be lifted. But his question is, how does he deal with the fact that his parents are treating him differently now? Like they're upset and it's clear, it's evident. I, I, I mean, personally, I think- Just in a sentence, how do you think that he should handle that? I mean, I think 
I think after a while, after time passes, I think it'll go away. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't keep pecking at it and keep pointing at it. You do what you can as, as a son and you have a, a child and you, you be the best man that you can be for your child. And I'm sure that his parents will uh, take a look at it. I wouldn't go back and forth to try to argue with, with an argument that I can't win. There's certain people that I'm, I, I'm, I'm not winning an argument. I'm not winning an argument versus my dad. I'm not winning an argument versus my mama. Because even if I win, their feelings are hurt and I didn't win. Mm. So I don't want to have that. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be cordial. I love them. I want them to know I love them. I want them to know I appreciate them doing the best that they can to raise me. You know, and mm-hmm. that's what it is. We have five kids. I know one day one of our kids is going to be mad at something that we did. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure. Dad, you know, uh, you worked a lot. Uh, Dad, you know, you fired a lot. Like, there's going to be something. I'm just saying. There's going to be something that affects the kids that they didn't like. Me, I mean, maybe one day I'll get an age and I'm like, oh, well, go fuck yourself. I, I might, Or maybe I might be like, you know what? Well, how did that affect you? I don't know. But I'm doing the best that I can as a father, the best that I can. Like I said, there is no instruction manual. Mm-hmm. I had to figure out how to change a pamper, how to hold the baby, how to, you know, do all the things that I had to do. I didn't know when Madison came to me the first time and said, Dad, this boy said this. I'm like, oh, shit, this wasn't an instruction manual. Oh, shit. I, I, I honestly didn't know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I mean, I think that it's good that he got his rocks off. Mm-hmm. It's good that he told them how he felt. Now I think he has to forgive. And then the third part is to allow them time to heal and deal what they've been told. Mm-hmm. Deal with deal with what they've been told. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best, bro. And please let us know how it goes. Um, I'm not trying to call you a wimp or sucker. That wasn't my intention. I was just trying to say that focus more on your child and focus less on your parents. That's what I feel. Put that negative energy that you're getting from them. Let that negative energy go and focus positive energy on your child and your family. That's how, honestly, how I feel. Okay. Next email. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Hey, DJ MV and gear. First of all, you guys are amazing. And I hope one day I can have the love you guys have with the guy. Me and my son's dad met when I was 18. And shortly after we got pregnant, we weren't even together a year before I found out I was pregnant. Almost four years later, he cheated on me, so we broke up. In the beginning, we had an awful time adjusting and would fight all the time. But now, four years been broken up, and I feel like we have an awesome relationship with co-parenting. It's great and have become friends. I haven't had a serious relationship since him because I was trying to focus on me, uh, finishing school, and getting a good job. I was looking for a man with good credit, and I couldn't find one. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. (laughs) But now... I'm 27 and would like to start a family. So I've been dating this guy for a couple of months now and he seems great. He's 35 and has no kids. He treats me really good and makes me smile. He hasn't met my son yet because I want to give it time before I introduce him to my son to a new man. He's seven and I I don't want to play with his emotions. But my new man seems to get uncomfortable when I tell him that me and my son's father are friends as like I'm supposed to hate him. Mm. Me and my son's dad want to take him to Disney for his birthday and my new man got a little upset. I did say to him, if we are still going good, of course you can come. I'm not sure what to do because I don't want to throw away the relationship me and my son's dad have, but I also don't want to lose this new guy. What should I do? I know that you have an opinion on this. Why do I have an opinion? Because we've had a friend that went through something kind of like this. Oh, yeah, sure did. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I asked you. Um, I would say never uh, mess up that relationship with your baby father. 
Uh, I mean, I think a lot of women and a lot of men die to have a great relationship with their BFFs. Um, so the fact that you have a their great- baby's father forever. Oh, maybe not. Their, uh, <laughs> their BM and BF. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, technically, it will be their baby yeah, father. Yeah, baby, I just made that term up. <laughs> baby father forever. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, a lot of people would die for that relationship to have a strong relationship like that. So the fact that they stop laughing at me. So the fact that they have that relationship, I think it's a great thing. Uh, and I think he just got to figure it out. You know, he has to understand. And I think he will understand that when they go out more. Like once I'm in that picture and I see that it's no spanky, hanky spanky going on. Hanky panky. You know what I meant. No the spanky hanky. Spanky hanky. No, no, spanky hanky. <laughs> but as long as they know that there's nothing going on and that they both uh, are really there for the kid, I think he would be more comfortable. But right now, since he's not there, he doesn't know what to expect. He doesn't know what goes on. But I think mm-hmm. just give him a little time. I think he'll be okay. But don't mess up that relationship with your baby daddy. I think that relationship is great. The fact that y'all can co-parent, y'all can go to Disney and possibly one day bring his boyfriend, your boyfriend, or he brings his girlfriend and y'all could have a good time. Don't fuck that up. Mm-hmm. This is what I think. By the way, these are the Casey Crew glasses. Uh, you could pick it up. Uh, just DM Ben's and there's also the Casey Crew mugs. Commercial. <laughs> so anyway, um... <clears throat> I understand where her boyfriend is coming from because we're human beings and part of being a human is jealousy, right? Not all jealousy is terrible jealousy. Natural emotion. Uh So I understand where he's coming from. And he's sitting there like, wow, this is someone that you loved enough to bring a child into the world with. It's someone that you were obviously sexual with and that you spent some time with and that you care about. So her boyfriend probably feels is that no matter what, there's always going to be a gravity between the two of them. Maybe one that he can't contend with. So that's the first layer, okay? She has no romantic feelings towards her baby's father. She's expressing, right? We don't really know if that's true, but... Let's just take for granted that it's true. If I were her and I love my boyfriend and I want to continue having a great relationship with my baby's father, what I would tell my boyfriend is, hey, there's nothing to worry about. Clearly, it's advantageous that we get along. It's best for my seven-year-old son. Right. So anything that we do together, mm-hmm. it's going to be a we situation if you care to take part. So there is no me and my baby's father going to Disney. We are going to Disney because you are my boo. And I want you to be there. I want you to enjoy it with us. I want you to enjoy it with my son. I want you to understand that there are no feelings. This is just something that we have to do together for the best interest of our son. So there is no, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to lunch with my ex so we could talk about, let's say the little boy's name is... Jack. So we can talk about Jack's daycare or we can talk about Jack's summer camp or, you know, Jack's this or Jack's that. No, 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 no. There are no little lunches and things like that. If there needs to be a lunch, guess what? Are you available on Thursday at three o'clock? We, let's all grab a bite to eat because we have to talk about Jack's camp. This way, when you communicate in that way, he knows that there is nothing to worry about because he's being included. He might say, you know what? He might get to a level of comfortability where he's like, you know what? Now you go ahead Thursday at three and 
meet with your ex and, you know, I'll have dinner for you when you get home. Or maybe we can do something when you get home because his level of comfortability is at a high level, but you have to institute that. You know, she has to institute that. She has to make that her reality because you're dealing with people with real emotions and you can't disregard their emotions because they're not right. You know, like I feel like um, people put things in categories of right or wrong or I don't understand he, why he feels that way because I'm not doing nothing. Blah, blah, blah. If you were smart, you would understand why he felt that way. All you have to do is stop and scale back and think about like, damn, why is the person that I'm with feeling the way that they feel? People don't seem to take enough time to really delve a little bit deeper. It's like you say what's easy. You say what you have to say to win. You say what you have to say so that you have your own self-gratification so that you feel like, well, I'm right. He's wrong. And he's just going to have to deal with it. No, when you love somebody, you want to know why why they're feeling how they feel, why they're hurt. Why is he jealous? You know, does he hear you on the phone with him, like laughing and whatnot? Like, who would feel good about someone on the phone with their ex laughing and kicking and having a good time? I don't think that he wants you to hate him. He just doesn't want to be threatened by the relationship. So if you make him feel less threatened, which is your job, then I think that everything will go off without a hitch. And I agree. I absolutely positively agree. If you want to ask us an email or, or send an email to us, you can always thekccrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-K-C-Crew at gmail.com. If you got questions or comments, we'd love to uh, talk about them on the podcast. Uh, we're trying to figure out in the next couple of podcasts how we can actually take some live people with questions and maybe put you on some type of uh computer or phone or we can talk to we're trying to work that out so hopefully we can get that soon mm-hmm. and also let me shout out to our sponsor again the custom candle co who has these amazing candles whether it's douce yeah, you guys Mall, seem to love King's them Pad, we've been getting a lot of dms and Clico, yeah. emails about them so at custom candle co the owner's name is marcy and what i love is that these are recycled alcoholic beverages mm-hmm. so she recycles the bottles and she fills them with soy candles that smell amazing mm-hmm. and puts me in a good mood while we're sitting here doing this and um, if you just hit up her instagram you can find more information about getting yourself one or getting one as a gift that's right and april 30th to may 3rd is the casey crew retreat I, i'm sorry may 4th is the casey crew retreat yeah, i'm sorry guys he's been messing up the date occasionally when we talk about this on the on the podcast for clarification it is april 30th to may 4th to May 4th. So May 4th is the Monday that everyone will be flying home. That's so right. Sunday will be the last of our events. May 3rd will be the last of our events. And that's why he keeps referring to May 3rd. So May 4th is the fly home day. See, that's why I keep her around. She clears everything up for me. I try. But that's right. Beanie Man is performing. Shout out to Beanie Man. Only for people that are going yeah. to this yeah. show and this event to our retreat. So if you just happen to be in Jamaica, you're not going to go in. You have to be. <laughs> no, no, seriously. We've right. been getting so many messages and emails like, oh, so if I happen to be in Jamaica at the time, you won't happen to be. You with know, us. can I get a pass for your events? Nah, be. No, not even people in the hotel that are staying there can come to our beanie event. Like, no. no. If right. you're not part of this trip, if you didn't book it, you cannot come to Major Show, to Little Mo Show, to Rip's Show, <laughs> to Beanie Show, nothing. It is a private small event. It's going to be very intimate. That's right. So again, it's the CaseyCrewRetreat.com. Get all your information and it's time to get up out of here, right? Yes. All right. We'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Doodles! <laughs>